going to ask you a morality question today. And the question behind this is not, is it right or is it wrong? We all know it's wrong, but would you do it? <laughs> okay. We do that from time to time on this podcast. We're like, yeah, yeah, obviously morally, blah, 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 yeah, it's a wrong thing to do. Uh, but I'm not here to judge you. I'm just here to ask you, honestly, would you do this? And she's got a chance to say $500, but it's not, honestly, it's not the most morally current thing to do, you know? But would you do it? Ask my mom on the way today. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Hello, welcome to Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. I am Steve Kramer, and this is a feel-good podcast I do with my mom every single day. We have three principles, in case you're new to our show. We, uh, we live, which means we live our lives out loud. We laugh, we laugh a lot, and we love my mom. She is my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, Mom. Hi, honey. Give you a quick update on the saga we haven't talked about in a while called My Crappy Apartment. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Last night, probably after I was done with the podcast, I was like, it's a little, I mean, I'm, I'm sitting here in Baltimore. It's the middle of summer, right? Mm, it's probably, I mean, yeah, it's all, it's hot, right? Like I think the heat index is over a hundred today. Oof. So pretty, pretty toasty, right? But I'm sitting here, I'm like, it's just muggy in here for some reason. Like I know I have the air, I set my air to 75 uh-huh. so that I have, you know, it's, it's cool, but it's not like, I'm not paying an arm and a leg for air, right? Yeah. And um, I'm like, dang, man, I guess it's just kind of hot in here. I'm getting, I'm getting kind of sweaty. Yeah, I'm not getting sick or something. But I'm like, whatever. Let me move on my day. I had a busy day yesterday. And as I'm laying there last night, I'm like, start trying to go to sleep. I'm like, so hot. I go out. And I'm like, maybe the air turned off or something. And I walk out there. And I was like, well, it's set to 75, but it's 78 in here. Uh-oh. And I go and I put my hand in front of the vent. And I'm like, no, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Mm. Hot air. Oh, I mean, like just normal air blowing, not cold air blowing out of the, out of the vents. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dang it. Mm-mm. So I send an email, my one millionth email. I wish I, had, I could see how many emails I've sent to my landlord at this point. <laughs> like, hey, because I just try to be nice at this point because like I was so mean at first. Everything was going wrong. I have to say. Oh, well, everything was wrong. Everything went wrong at first. If you're new to our podcast, when I first moved in this place, like every, like oven didn't work. The, what else? Everything, literally the stove didn't work. The, the washer, uh, the dryer, the washer, the dryer, like everything was just <laughs> broken. And what I mm-hmm. learned was that they bought this place, um, without actually inspecting it. It was a foreclosure. And so they bought it and basically it was just like flipped it right into a rental and never had it inspected. Well, mm-hmm. I get to be the lovely recipient of a unexpected condo. That's, 20 you know 20 some odd years old at this point yeah so i'm like right at that cusp of where things are starting to go wrong right Mm -hmm. so yeah of course in like the hottest day week of the year (laughs) i'm sitting in my condo i pay i mean i pay pay good money for right and it's uh yeah really uh, good money it is very hot in here it's very it's very toasty Mm -hmm. in here and i'm like how like I guess there's nothing I can do. I mean, Mm-mm. I what, what, what do you do? What do you do? I'm, I'm at the point of like, what do, what do you do about it? What am I going to do? Mm-hmm. I mean, I can move out at the end of my lease if I want to, but what, I, mean, I can't. I mean, like they're they're doing, they're like repairing things as, as we go, you know? Right. Um. So I'm just, I'm just sitting here and I'm a little, little toasty on today's episode of my oh, crappy apartment. Sorry. I think now after if they, if they replace the AC, I'm pretty sure this is a brand new condo. I think it's the only thing that hasn't been, 
replaced at this point, you know? Yeah. So it's kind of like I'm living I in a brand new right. spot. But it did make me appreciate. This is something that I I never loved about owning a home. Mm-hmm. And like, I get it. It's a, I, I feel like owning a home is kind of like being married. Now go with me here. <laughs> because y'all, y'all all, like y'all all do it. Y'all do it. Y'all do mm-hmm. it. You're like, oh my God, like homeowning is the American dream. And don't get me wrong. I make great money off selling my house. Okay. I got mm-hmm. it. But like y'all be buying presents, housewarming gifts. Y'all act like it's just the greatest thing that ever happened. Just like a wedding, right? Oh, we're going to have an engagement party. Uh-huh. We're going to have a wedding. Uh-huh. It's the greatest thing ever. Just you wait. Just you wait. Uh-huh. And uh, and then you do it and you're like, man, this is uh, this is harder than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah. This is really expensive. Just like, a, just like a marriage. This is really expensive and really hard. <laughs> But they, y'all don't, we don't celebrate that part. Realtor comes in, you know, they got a balloons for you, got a Home Depot gift card. Yay. Best, this is the best memory of your life just happened right now. But I forget, man, even like in this, this condo is not old, but I swear everything's gone wrong in it. If I was, if I was the mm-hmm. landlord, I'd be, I'd be pissed as hell right now. I don't think she's made a dollar off me since I moved in. No, I don't think so. With all either. the repairs that she had to make oh, for this place. had to be replaced stove too, didn't was it? replaced. Oh, yeah. Disposal was replaced. Yeah. Your water. Water. Um, water little uh, water filter was yeah. replaced. Mm-hmm. I think she's lost money this year, you know? I think so. Um, wow. I wanted to call Dramaggy really quick for this. Uh, this Just remember, Mom, she won't be able to hear you. This is my sister. Okay. We call her Dramaggy. She's the dramatic one of the family. Um, hi. hi. You're how many days away from your second first wedding? Uh, like 40. Yeah, not many. So my sister had a wedding in um, was it March, February? Yeah, March. Mar- March, and that was her first. March thirteenth. Don't forget. I will forget that. Um, <laughs> it's that's her first first wedding, and then she had her uh, her second first wedding is also coming up in September. Um, but I when I see wedding stuff, I think about you all the time, and I saw this on Reddit, and I want to run this by you. There's a couple that sent out this wedding fact sheet with their invites. And uh, it's got some explicit filled content and it's already yep. one guest actually got this and they, they're refusing to go because of the cousin, the bride actually posted the photo of this rude list. Um, and even, even Reddit, um, they have a um, uh, Reddit um, wedding shaming section. And so yep. it kind of speaks. So the title across the top of this says, um, and S H I T you need to know. And it goes on to mention food and accommodations and dress code and stuff like that without really providing much information other than that. So I'm going to read you some of this. It says, uh, instead of the place where it has guests kind of choose their meal, you know, it says under dietary requirements, it reads, eat what you're given, you fat Fs. Oh. <laughs> um, for the dress code, it says there's no guidance. Instead, it reads, what, uh, wear whatever the F you want, go butt F naked for all we care. Oh okay. God. And then instead of stating the, uh, the wet, um, instead of stating that the wedding will be a child free event under children, it reads, leave your little S H I T at home. We want to get effed up and we will turn you away. Uh, there's also not so helpful hotel tips on there. It says, Google it, you lazy F's. And for parking, it reads, it's no, um, it's no better for that. It says, follow it, follow the effing directions. We gave you dumbass. So, like, some people found this really funny, you know, that they got, and some people found it, like, super offensive. Oh, So, I wanted wanted to talk to a bride who was in that uh, 40-day of her second first wedding. 
Um, like, is that funny to you? Like, do you, do you hear that? And that's like yeah. a sense of humor thing, or is that like it's I mean, very I'm serious? It's the happiest day I'm of my life. Do you have rules for your second and first wedding? Yeah. And those are what? Um, no kids is part of ours. Um, you feel weird by saying that or no? Yeah, it's, it, I mean, it's uncomfortable, but if we have kids that adds what 50, <laughs> 50 people to the guest list. Yeah. And it just creates another layer. So um, you just don't want to pay for them. Dress code. And what's the dress code? I honestly don't even know what the dress code is for your wedding. I just know that I've, I've been sent uh, instructions to send over tuxedo measurements. It's black tie optional, which people have their own. So uh, black tie optional means what happens if you don't have a black tie? Like You don't have to wear it. Okay. It's so like, you can just wear shorts? Allow, it it kind of, you know, if you want to wear a tux, wear it. If you don't, don't. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. We're, I mean – I think, honestly, weddings are so, you, everyone here has heard my journey. It's just been, it was just horrible, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> and this go around, at least we're married. And so it's just kind of like not as much pressure. Um, are you still being crazy though? Not as bad. <laughs> Mom, can you, can you confirm that? No, she's not nearly as bad. Uh-uh. What percentage bad is she? I mean, she said no, by the way. We can't hear each other. Um, um, what percentage better do you think she is this time around? Oh, 75, 80. What do you think she said, Dramaggy? Uh, probably 20% better. No, wow. Okay. <laughs> no. She, she said 75 or 80%, which the truth That's is it. probably somewhere in the middle because mom always says the best things about people. So it's probably closer. All that to, therapy is really paying off. I see that. Yeah. You really put a... <laughs> Put in good work for your your second first wedding. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that's all I need from you. All right. All right. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Can't imagine doing a second first wedding. Well, you know, you know here's how I look at it. Yeah. I mean, they're going to have a renewal of vows ceremony, basically, and um, this is like the reception they could. No, I get have. it. You know, I get it. Yeah, when you I have just, a big I just can't family imagine. like John, you want to celebrate, but Maggie has been through so much trying I just, to I remember that. the second my wedding was over. And then, y'all, this is what I was saying when I was married. So don't be sitting here and be like, you're divorced. You just bleh, hate, hate marriage. <laughs> hate bleh. I love when I get those those friggin' messages. I was, like, I was saying this stuff when I was married. Like, it don't matter. <laughs> um, the second my wedding was over, I remember thinking, like, I never want to do that again. Really? Like, I, like, I, just, I just, it was such a process. Yeah. It was so much work. Yeah. It was so much work to get done, you know? It's a lot. Um, I, I don't know that like anybody, I mean, that's why when people don't do it twice, usually you don't really see right. two, two big weddings. Yeah. You know? Well, like, this is COVID. I, I don't, I don't care. She put just as much effort, if not more into the first one because of COVID. She probably put more work into it than anybody else, you know? I know. Bless I her know. heart. I, I feel so hard. bad. I feel so bad for my next wife. I really do. <laughs> I almost feel like, I don't know that I can marry somebody that's already, I mean, it's never been married before because mm-hmm. they're going to want all that stuff. And I'm going to be like, you don't want mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And you, you we'll don't. see. You, no, I don't. I don't. Uh, uh-uh. I'm putting my foot down. I'm not. You will not see me. Mark my word right now. It is the 12th of August. I will not have 2021. Yeah, I will not have another big wedding. There will not be all that and all that. Uh, uh-uh. uh. You better uh-uh. put that on your dating profile. I'll, I'll put it right out here on this podcast right now. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to. 
I don't want to at all. <laughs> I just don't. I just don't. I don't. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know that any guy would want to do it again. I know for women, it's a really special day. Yeah. I don't know that any guy, and we only have a few that listen to this podcast. Right. I don't know that any guy would say his wedding was like one of the best days of his life. And that he would do it again. Then he would do it again. That's an interesting poll right there. You know what I mean? All my, all my dudes, all my dudes, mm-hmm. Donald, <laughs> Dante, <laughs> Who else we got? Dante <laughs> Billy, Billy, uh-huh. I don't know if Billy's married. I think he might be dating. I don't remember. Um, where are y'all at? Where are my, where are my married guys at? <laughs> like, would you, and then ladies, listen, I need you to listen to this because these, these are the same thoughts your husband would have, your boyfriend would have, but he's not going to tell you, but like, oh yeah, it was, <laughs> it was the most special day of my life. I married my soulmate, you know, like <laughs> that's what he's saying to you. I just don't think that any guy would do it again. You know, hmm. um, 888 Kramer eight, let's get the guys, the married guys on the podcast. Like, would you do it again? Was it like the best day of your life? Oh my God, I can't believe it. Okay. Um, I had a therapy session yesterday with a really crazy breakthrough that I want to ask. I don't know if it's a breakthrough, but it's like, it's like an aha moment that we can like start kind of going down that path. You know, I've been Mm. working with better help and this is not the commercial, by the way, this is just me talking. Um, The commercial's coming up. Um, (laughs) The, um, uh, I'm working my, with with Chelsea, my new therapist over here, and all I'm focusing on right now is just being settled and happy. Uh-huh. I feel like I'm so unsettled in life, and it's so just makes me feel gross, right? Uh-huh. And so, last night as I'm sitting here, my therapy session's at seven, and I'm sitting here. Um, I've, this is my second session with her, and I'm like. I just don't know. Like maybe if I just went back to California, I'd be happy. Maybe if I just live some, if I live in a different neighborhood in Baltimore, I'd be happy. Maybe if I just, I'd be happy. I'd be happy. Uh, maybe if I just quit radio, maybe I'm just not it. And my heart's not it anymore. And then I'd be happy. Maybe if I just focused on my podcast, maybe I'd be happy. Maybe if I just didn't do the podcast anymore, maybe then I'd be happy. Like literally it was like everything I do. And then trying to figure out like, is it making me happy or unhappy? Right. And it's annoying. I don't know. I don't know why I don't feel settled here at all. Like I don't know. I don't know uh-huh. why I just feel like a complete stranger in my own life right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what she said was she's like, wait a minute. We've had, we've, we've talked for an hour and a half now total, 45 minutes, 45 minutes. Um, she's like, all, all you have mentioned is how all of your external things are making you feel. She's like, what about all your internal things? And I was like, oh, like what? She's like, you, we, she's like, I don't know that necessarily this has anything to do with any of those things you just mentioned. So I'm like, maybe I should get a girlfriend. Maybe I should start dating. I'd be happy. And I'm like, oh, I don't want a girlfriend. That might make me unhappy. Like, <laughs> She's like, I feel like you're reaching for so many external things hmm. that you don't, maybe you're not happy on the inside, which we've talked about before mm-hmm. numerous times on this podcast. This is now the mm-hmm. third therapist that's told me that, mm-hmm. um, that's making you feel so uncomfortable because you don't know. She's like, people move all the time, you know, mm-hmm. like and I told her, I'm like, listen, I love my job. I, 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 I I'm liking where I live now more. It's a little hot today. I still had air conditioning at that point. So it wasn't as dire of situations. Um, But I'll tell you what, man, like that's a, you don't, you don't, you forget, you forget. Everybody lives on this side of the world, East coast. You forget, man, you don't take, you take air conditioning for granted. You forget until you don't have it anymore. Then all of a sudden you're like, Oh, it's (sighs) the worst. Um, No, but like what? So like what makes, you happy. Mm. 
And I don't know that I have the answer to that question. Hmm. I'm like, mom, what makes you happy? What makes you happy that has nothing to do with the external factors of your life? Because I don't think I even quite know what that means. Hmm. I'm happy that um, I have good health. I'm happy that I am at peace with where I am. I'm happy that um, I can get up every day and start a new day with my prayer time and my meditation. And I'm happy because I feel balanced. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think those are the internal things that that make me happy. They give me peace of mind and joy. Well, I, you know, as I'm sitting here, I'm like, I don't know. I mean, I feel like for so many different therapists keep saying, like, well, you're just not happy on the inside. You're not happy on the inside. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're happy on the inside, it wouldn't matter mm-hmm. if the outside were. I don't, I don't know if that's necessarily true. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I honestly just don't know if that's the case or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I mean, do you think you're happy on the inside? Me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So how does that, I don't oh, even know yeah. what that feels like, because I Very guess I just content. don't understand, like, like all the things that I'm mentioning. Yeah. And again, this is a very preliminary conversation because we still got, we still got work to do over here. We're just now tapping into like an avenue, oh, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, you have to look at that because, you know, um, what I, what I've said so many times is no matter where you go, there you are. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have to do with your physical place. It has to do with your inner space. But what is um, I, I guess I just don't, I don't get it because there are so many, like my external things are what make me happy. I feel like, you know, like mm-hmm. I, I, I might, I do love my job. It does make me happy to go to. I do love this podcast. You know, it's fun to sit down and record it. And like, uh, I don't know. I, I guess I'm just really struggling with that with that concept you know mm-hmm. um like do, do you f- some do some work on I, yeah that's i mean yeah. that's all i can do now you know because yeah. i feel like i just keep hearing that over and over which i always yes. say the universe tells me what i need to hear but it, it will tell me a thousand mm-hmm. times do i finally like, like do uh-huh. something about it you know yes it will keep knocking you in the head yeah until you finally just like go and do mm-hmm. it you know so like i'm mm-hmm. like okay well, let's figure out i gotta figure out what this is all about because i just mm-hmm. don't want to you know mm-hmm. I just don't want to like uh, always wonder and like, is there something like if I internal happiness, what and how does that feel? Like, do you feel this is a good question. Like, do you feel internally happy? If you take away, like if I say what makes you happy and you can and everything you say is external, my -hmm. family, my job, my everything that could be taken away from you. Mm -hmm. You know, that's how I look at it. Like all those Mm -hmm. things are disposable, right? Where where Mm -hmm. you live. Mm-hmm. Um, how much money you have, how much cars you have, how many, mm-hmm. you know, my favorite thing is my Nintendo, you know, like all those things, which mm-hmm. I doubt anybody would say that, but me, uh, <laughs> all those things though, my, you know, my spouse, my whatever, mm-hmm. if you took all those things away, then what brings you happiness? Mm-hmm. If external happiness is not the answer, which right. listen, I'm exploring this with you. So I don't know. Cause I feel like if I said my family makes me happy, that should, that should like, that should like count, right? Mm-hmm. But I guess your family can also drive you crazy. So there's no mm-hmm. way that can be <laughs> a universal truth. Yeah. Um, your family compliments your happiness. 
but your your happiness is peace of mind within and peace of spirit within yourself. I'm just I'm just thinking about that. Move closer to your mic, by the way, Mom. Too, you're a little far away over oh, here. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, so I'm working on that, but that's a question for you to think about as we, and you don't know, don't have to call about it, whatever. I just want to hear from these guys. I swear their wedding was their favorite day of their life. (laughs) I'd rather hear that call to be honest with you. Um, I, um, (laughs) like if you took everything externally away, would you still be happy? Mm -hmm. I guess that's kind of what's happened to me is I've really been stripped down from everything. Mm-hmm. You know, everything that I knew and love has been taken away from me in the last three years. Mm-hmm. All that I loved and did love mm-hmm. at one point, you know, but literally right. my life's been like, stri- I'm like stripped uh, down. Mm-hmm. It don't get much more stripped down than this baby. Well, that's not true. Mm-hmm. I got my mom, dear God, don't take her. Mm-hmm. Don't take her. I'm not ready for it. Yeah, you've got, you've got a lot of things, honey. Well, I got Kiki. I, I, I've got a job that I, I but that, that, that was you taken got- away for a while. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, you have a lot you have a lot of external things. Yeah. But until you're happy within yourself. Mm-mm. But I keep saying that where I'm like, man, I don't, you know, do I need to date? Do I not need to date? Do I need to mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. should I just go back to San Diego? Should I just mm-hmm. quit radio? Is that the problem? Like, why am I so unhappy? You know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I over the next the, the next six weeks or so, I'm really gonna delve in hard into like what does it mean to be internally happy mm-hmm. without the external factors. And we'll kind of share that journey as we go along, but maybe mm-hmm. something for you to think about and kind of reflect on. And mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. It's a weird thing to think about because I would guarantee if I said, what makes you happy? It's going to be all these external things. It's going to mm-hmm. be all that, you know, my kids, my job, whatever, you know, you at know, least it has you, been for you me. You already have the tools to explore that and you've explored it before. You know how to meditate. Uh, how so? Oh well, yeah, that's what she was saying. She meditate. said she's gonna send me some some different meditations, you know. Yeah, you know how to be still. You know yeah. how to read positive affirmations. Yeah. You know how to pray. You know how to breathe. Yeah. I mean, all of those things are interior aids. Right. Um, and you know those. You've right. just you've just forgotten them. Right. Yeah. Well bring them. We're gonna see. We're going to see. I'll keep you posted. All right. Quote I like for this today. Therapist. Yeah, she's good, right? Yeah. All right. Quote okay. for today, please, Mother. Mary Holloway says, resilience is knowing that you are the only one that has the power and the responsibility to pick yourself up. And I'm going to give your sister credit um, for being so resilient. When she had so many disappointments in what she wanted her special day, hers and John's special day, to be. But she has really shown some resilience. And it's been through a lot of heartache and a lot of tears. But at some point, she had to say, look, I can't really turn this over to my mom. I can't really turn it over to a wedding planner. I've got to get up and get this done if I want it done the way I want to have it done. Mm-hmm. And she's done that. Yeah, yeah resilience is wild. It's mm. wild. Because I don't yeah. think you know what you're capable of until you're like faced and having to do it. I mean, to, to be fair, not to take anything away from Maggie, but mm. I mean, there's probably a million, be- you know, more 
people that like couldn't walk and then learn to walk again. People oh my like that. Goodness. Like, yes. You know what I mean? And, uh, and that was part of the wonderful thing about the Olympics when you heard so many stories about how resilient those athletes were and yeah. what they had, what they overcame to yeah. get there. I mean, that was so many inspirational stories. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, just know that. But here's the thing, too, is uh, like, here's what I can tell you. is like, I'm not a very strong person, I would say, a little on the weak side. Mm-hmm. Um, but somehow, and I've seen this happen with a lot of my friends that are like me. There's some people like you just know are just like friggin' hustlers and will just pick themselves up by their bootstraps mm-hmm. and go and like, mm-hmm. you know, they got it. And there's some people. That you're like, well, I don't know how this is going to go for that person, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but you may not know your strength until you need to know it. Yeah. Like, I thought, I, honestly, y'all, I thought I was going to be dead. Uh, I'd pretty much written myself off back in 2019. I was like, well, there ain't no way I'm surviving this year. You know, I, was, mm-hmm. I told this story a lot about laying in that bathtub and just literally mm-hmm. Googling ways, like, like the easiest ways to kill yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was done. Oof. I was just, I was over it. Ugh. and I didn't, I didn't have the... I didn't have it. I just didn't have, right. I didn't think I had it in me right. to keep going anymore. I mean, with the depression from the drug, the wedding, I mean, the marriage stuff, you know, like the isolation of it all. Like it was just, and like having to put a smile on, honestly made it worse. Having yes. to like put a smile, a radio smile on and go in there and just, I wish I had this podcast back then. I really do because mm. probably would have been a great outlet, but I didn't have an outlet, you know, like right. I really didn't. Right. Um, I I couldn't find a therapist at that point either. You know, so like it was, it was tricky. It was a really, really hard time. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't consider myself a strong person, right? I Mm -hmm. I don't consider myself a very, before 2019, I'd have been like, Mm -hmm. eh. You know, Mm -hmm. I'd say professionally, I've been pretty resilient. Most people get knocked down, they don't get back up. They don't want to get back up. Now, professionally, I will say I'm resilient, but life resilience, eh, I don't know. Uh, but I, I didn't think, even though you don't think you have the strength Mm -hmm. to do it, you will be surprised Mm -hmm. put in certain circumstances on the days you say, I don't think I can do it. Mm -hmm. Try me, you know, like, yeah, just try it because I, I can't believe it. I, I cannot believe that I'm sitting here today in this mental state mm-hmm. than I was two and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, like I can't believe that I did it. Honestly, like that's my, it's one of my proudest things I think that I've accomplished in my life is pulling my, and I did it with the help of many people. It's not like I, I that many people don't deserve credit, but I, I found the way, the resources, the people, mm-hmm. the prayer, the, mm-hmm. the good vibes, the mm-hmm. exercise, the, veganism the uh-huh. yeah the working out the mm-hmm. to like get my mental state to get myself out of that hole mm-hmm. and i'm really thankful that i did like out of anything that i've accomplished like that's it that's the you one you also had some great spiritual resources don't sell those short yep mm-hmm. so, so yeah i uh yeah um, mm-hmm. I, I wanted to leave that nugget about resilience in your brain today. When you find mm-hmm. yourself faced where you're like, I can't do this. I'd really be surprised. And you can actually surprise yourself because you can. The thing is you can do it. You like can. You can. I, I, and every time you get up, the next time you're stronger. Well, we're going to see. Yeah, <laughs> you are. We're going to see. We'll you see are. how this radio gig goes. I don't know. Mm. I'm still, I'm still yeah. iffy. Still iffy. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, we'll get to um, ask my mom here in a couple seconds. First, uh, better help. 
I don't know what else more I can say about it right now. It's great. I mean, it really is. Like, I, and I use, I try to use my testimony of it as like a, uh, you know, this my, this is my life, man. I'm living it, and uh, I, I do it with BetterHelp. And BetterHelp is online therapy and counseling, and you probably see ads for it everywhere. You know, uh, they're they're big. They they put a lot of money into uh, into promoting it, and and you know, at first you might be skeptical of it, but I hope that we'll give, we'll give it a try. Um, because I, it's honestly out of all the therapy I've done in the last, when I start going to therapy, 2011. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 20. So 10 so. years yeah. of therapy. Like it's been my absolute favorite way to do therapy. Um, I'm not a big in person kind of person, you know, me in general. Uh, I just think it's easy. It's convenient. You know, it's, it's secure. So you don't have to worry about it. Like when you sign, I remember I signed up, it just, all you have to do is give your first name. So they don't even like, I'm not even gonna be like Facebook stalking you or anything to figure out who you are, you know? Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's great. It really is great. Uh, so if you're dealing with thing, anything, life issues, stress, anxiety, depression, uh, I hope that you'll just you'll give it a shot. It's BetterHelp.com/Kramer to get 10% off your first month. Okay, start living a happier life today at BetterHelp.com/Kramer to get 10% off your first month over at BetterHelp. All right. Um, uh, ask my mom in a couple seconds. Sorry, I'm sitting here watching ominous clouds roll in. Uh-oh. There's nothing more ominous than like a storm brewing. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I wonder, you know what's so funny about Maryland is like, I guarantee, well, I don't guarantee you, but I bet mm-hmm. this it's probably going to start raining in probably five minutes, I'd say. Uh-huh. And I bet by the end of the podcast, it'll probably be clear and sunny <laughs> outside again. Uh-huh. <laughs> so weird here. Weather's so weird. Like you just can't, you don't, you don't know. That's those scattered summer showers. I mean, it's just so bizarre. So I'm watching this. Yeah, it looks like a scary <laughs> movie rolling in right now. Um, thank you, certified fans. Appreciate you every show. We take time to say thank you to you because you're important. And we thank you for being a part of our little group here. Certified fans are people that can donate a couple bucks a month to support the podcast. And um, when you do, you get a bunch of perks for doing so and try to give you some insider access. The Facebook page is there and you can um, – yeah, you can support. You can support. Um, and we're, we're super thankful. And uh, if you would uh, text the word FANS, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8, and uh, shoot us uh, – just we'll shoot you some info about how to become a certified fan. It takes two seconds to sign up, by the way. Um, and when you join, you do get your an episode dedicated to you when someone's not new. We've had, not, had a new person, and I can't remember the last time. It makes me sad. I know, but we need, I do kind of love – uh, whoop whoop in the the ones that have been. Well, faithful. I do too, but I like to grow the podcast. But, but I get it. We can't just. <laughs> we need keep both. These. We, we need you to, to stay, the, and we need new people to come in. Do. You yes, see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying now? Mm-hmm. I got All right. You. So with that said, um, we're going to spin our wheel and see who that we're going to thank today. Because when we don't have somebody new, then we go through and we thank someone who's been here before. I've been here for a while. Some of you guys have never had a whoop whoop before, mm-hmm. so you deserve it. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a long spin today. <laughs> oh, number three. Wow. Oh, boy. Woogie. Certified fan number three is Susan C. Okay. Susan C has been here since the very first day. Wow. Very first day. The third person to ever become a certified fan. We have hundreds of certified fans. Wow. But the third person to do it was Susan C. She lives in El Cajon, California, in San Diego. And Susan C., that's amazing. You're the third person 
to become a certified fan. That Think is about amazing. That. That's really that crazy. That is amazing. To support, right behind your dad and your aunt. I mean, think about that. That is so crazy. <laughs> so uh, to you, Susan C., I, I, we are hmm. very thankful for you. And uh, I, I doubt you've ever received a whoop whoop because that was before we actually started doing it. That's it started right. it started raining, by the way. Just, I, I just <laughs> want to make, make it clear it did start raining. So we'll see by the end of the podcast if it's, uh, if it's stopped. It's all um, clear. Uh, thank you, Susan C. Thank you, thank yes. you, thank you. Much appreciated. Thank you for your support. And now for over a year and we mm-hmm. love you. And uh, here is your whoop whoop. Yes. And you get a bonus. <laughs> whoop, whoop, whoop. To Susan C. for your faithfulness. Oh, there we're so go. grateful. Yep. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. That's so good. Okay. So, so um, good. Also, it is, uh, it's it's one of my friend's birthdays today. I want to say happy birthday to her. She is, actually was a big supporter helping me get certified Mama's Boy off the ground. Okay. Uh, she was super supportive in that. She was actually a, a big leader in and uh, in, in launching the, uh, the merch store as well. So I'm really yes. thankful. For her and what she has done to help this podcast, and she deserves uh, deserves a birthday shout out on the podcast. Her name is Brianna, and uh, for you, mm-hmm. happy birthday! And thank yes. you for everything that you've happy done for this birthday podcast. Birthday to yeah. Brianna! I'm so happy for you. Yep. Okay. Um, let's get into our ask my mom. This is an advice segment that we do, and today is going to be another morality question. Basically, would you do this or would you not do this? And I feel like. If you crowdsource these kind of questions and you don't feel as bad, even though you know it's not morally the right thing to do, <laughs> um, then at least you feel better than knowing that everyone else around you is not morally doing the right thing either, and then you feel a little <laughs> bit better about doing it, right? Mm. So uh, it's an advice It's an advice <laughs> segment we do twice a week. If you ever want to be on it, you can email me, thatguykramer at gmail.com, thatguykramer at gmail.com. And uh, we'd love to get you on here to get my mom's advice. And we also want your your feedback on here too. Like, would you, in this situation, like, would you do it? Mm-hmm. So, all right. Mom. All right. All right. Here goes. I recently moved literally across the country from San Diego, California to Charleston, South Carolina. It is obviously very expensive to move. Moving truck, short-term rental while house is being built. Medical insurance is different and more expensive. I have now already paid $400 out of pocket for a few ear infections my daughter has had since being here two months. We are buying a house. Well, on top of all that, you pay a large amount to bring your car over and register it here. <laughs> it's exp- I mean, Moving is expensive, yeah. It is. This sounds like your story. Yeah. I think it is $250 each as like infrastructure charges, then registration, and then license. We are talking probably $800 for both our cars. Well, my windshield cracked months ago. But here in South Carolina, with your car insurance, you get four replacement windshields free because of how bad the roads are and the nutso weather. Let me just say, I'm not a scammer typically, haha, but I am a great driver with no tickets and no accidents in 10 plus years. Knock on wood. Yeah, paid a lot of insurance money. That's right. Car insurance isn't cheap and I have full coverage. I can pay out of pocket a few hundred for a new windshield or I can pretend it happened here and not pay. So what do I do? I'm a firm believer in karma, so it scares me to even think about lying. Woo. Mercy. 
<sighs> I mean, y'all already know what I would do, so I don't. I can sit this one out. I think. <laughs> Y'all know I'd be calling being like, well, yesterday right here in the state of South Carolina, it just, it just rock flew up. I was on I-75 here in South Carolina. <laughs> Y'all know I like to work the system. Yeah. Especially if like, yeah, you know. And I honestly think most people would do that. I just don't want to ever encourage anyone to lie. I mean, I... I personally cannot do it because I couldn't live my, with myself. I'm now. I'm the, come on, mom. Don't be saying that kind of stuff. I, I couldn't. I don't think I could do it. But here's a thought. Here's what. Here's what. I have no problem doing. Sometimes skirting the truth, which means if you call them and tell them you have a cracked windshield, and they don't ask where or when, then. Oh, you're good to go. I think, though, they're probably going to make you – I don't know they will. I don't know. But I feel like when you fill out a claim, it's going to ask, like, when it happened, right? Like, yeah, I've had some how claims replaced, go. but I can't, I can't so you, So you would, you would instead pay, Mom. You have insurance, and all you got to do is just say it happened yesterday versus it happened, you know, a while ago. Yeah. You would, you would sit there. I, I don't know anybody listening to this podcast. Except I don't even know that you would, to be honest with you, <laughs> would sit here and not say that damn thing happened yesterday in, in the state that you were in and got your free windshield replacement. You would pay the $500 instead of getting a free windshield replacement, mom. Honestly, think about that before you answer that, because $500, all you got to do. And like, come on, you pay 10 years of insurance, never had one wreck. It's not like they're, you know. I know. I hear you. I hear you. And I think that most people would agree with you on that. So you, though, personally would not. Mm, I don't think so. <laughs> There's hesitation in your voice. No, I don't think so. There's hesitation in your voice. I don't think so. Well, let me know. Like, let's, I mean, I would. Yeah. I would. I'd do it right now. I'll call him right now and for like you. like I said, I think I'll lie most, for you. That's how much I, I think will. this is. <laughs> I don't think there's anybody listening to this podcast right now other than my mom that would not get that free windshield replacement by saying it happened yesterday in your, in your new state, you know? Mm-hmm. Now, is it the right thing to do? That's, I mean, that's totally different. Are we, are we talking about right thing? Or are we talking about what do you, what should you do? You know, it's two different well, things. Well, she says she's a firm believer in karma. Well, th- yeah, you might, <laughs> yeah, you might, you might get a cracked tail light later on in life or something. <laughs> but right now you're saving $500. Like it's fine. Okay. You know, <laughs> when you trip and fall down some stairs later, like, you know what happened? <laughs> Oh, you know, like all these scams I pull off, like I know it's going to come back and bite me somehow. <laughs> oh, no. but right now I save money. God, worry about I it another not. day. <laughs> you know? Uh-huh. 888-Kramer8. <laughs> uh, is there any, honestly, is there anybody, anybody, I don't think we'll get one freaking phone call about this. It you says. One person that would say they wouldn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't even think you would. I don't think yeah. we'll get one call. Someone's like, you know what? I'll just, I'll just do the right thing. Eight 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 Kramer eight. <laughs> call us up. We'd love to hear from you. If that is you, that one lone person that says, "I would not be dishonest about this." <laughs> so this one's pretty cut and dry. Mm-hmm. All right, mom. I love you. Okay. <laughs> I love you forever, darling. Okay, so I was wrong. This storm may be lasting a little longer than I thought it was. I'm going to tell you what, man. Like, do you like rainy weather? There's some people, my mom, like, loves 
rainy weather. I love rainy weather where I can just go to sleep. Like if I was going to take a nap right now, I'd be like, oh, uh, I just I, I don't I never really have maybe because I lived in Florida for so long. And like rain in Florida was like, whoa. I mean, that Arizona, Arizona rain, I think Arizona rain was the scariest thing I ever lived through. Uh, in, in Phoenix, people, you know this, but I'll explain this to everybody else. Is You hear that? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I don't know if you hear that or not. There's a giant lightning strike, thunder strike behind me. Um, there's this thing called haboobs, which is a funny word. Um, but they're basically these big dust storms that look like something that came out of the mummy movie. I mean, there are these like huge dust storms that just you see coming, you like see this wall of dust coming your way. And then inside that dust is rain and wind. It's it's super wild. Uh, just Google Haboob. Maybe don't do it at work. You get flagged. But Haboobs, they're weird. They're crazy. Uh, but Phoenix people, I, I do not miss the Haboobs. That's for sure. All right. Love you. Thank you so much for being a part of our show today. I will see you tomorrow. Goodbye. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.